Welcome to Holy Cray Podcast, your dose of holistic healing. I am your host, Cray, giving you a platform where you can speak your truth, be authentic of your own self, no judgment, but love and belongingness and sense of gratitude. Let's all grow together, not only physically, but inwardly. This platform encourages you to really explore that healing within embodying your authenticity and as we all heal together we collectively heal our generation ahead of us may this platform fill up your soul's desire gratefully cray hi everyone welcome back to holy craze podcast your dose of holistic healing Thank you so much for tuning in again today and in this episode it's going to be a repurposed IG live episode with my mentor and a life and spiritual coach and my Reiki master that has been helping me so much in immersing myself fully, embodying myself fully with my Reiki practice. And in this episode we talked about what happened when western medicine let us down questions like does the western medicine have all the answers or what about the chronic illnesses that they don't know what's the root cause of it you've also talked about the limiting beliefs or the generational old thought patterns that were inherently passed on to us that's stopping us from really fully embodying our fullest potential as a healer or divinely fulfilling your purpose in life. Most importantly, we both shared our stories about our past illnesses or our autoimmune diseases, how it transpired for both of us and what are the lessons or the aha moments that I took away from it and how I changed my narrative from my past story to a better one. We've also talked about the huge role of holistic healing or holistic practitioner being integrated in the hospitals on the near future and how will it look like for all of us as healers. How it is equally important to consult a Reiki practitioner in dealing with chronic illnesses. So many aha moments and so many narratives that were shifted throughout this conversation and we've really interacted with our audience. So there were also a very relative questions that were put out and answered. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And it's full of wired downloads from the universe that I hope it will serve you as much as it did for all of us. And let's all get started. I hope you tune in and really open your eyes and listen to all of the possibilities that we can have because as the world is shifting quickly and or rapidly we're also shifting inside and as healers we need more people to step up in their own gifts it's another episode i'm very excited today to be talking to my friend cray and we um, both have just amazing stories that kind of led us on this journey to self-healing and questioning, questioning the system, questioning Western medicine, because there are things where we found that Western medicine was failing us. And while we both um, have a fork in the road that we came to, um, both of us now are on this wonderful healing journey, helping ourselves heal and helping others heal. So um, we really just hope people 
can hear our stories and relate to some of it. And you might know someone who's going through some chronic illness, chronic pain, cancer, something that Western medicine doesn't have an answer for right now. And we would love to just help one person, make one person's um, life a little easier from what we share. When, when was the moment you realized Western medicine it doesn't have all the answers? All right, okay. So with me, I, oh my gosh, this is gonna be emotional, but I, it was a lot of inner battles, mental, yes or no, should I push through surgery or radiation therapy for five long years? I had to like research, do a lot of research about, you know, on a, what's my prognosis? How am I going to get cured? Or is this going to work afterwards? What's going to happen to me without my thyroid? Am I going to thrive? Or how is my life going to be after <laughs> surgery or radiation therapy I was so yeah. afraid I was really afraid and and there was just like one moment that it hit me I don't have a choice but to just like surrender and I felt like there's no other way I, I don't know holistic healing back then I don't know Reiki I all I know is I was actually on the verge of my spiritual awakening I was going through a lot of spiritual books and I was just merely scratching the surface. So I, I don't know where it was leading me into. So at that moment when I told my dad and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I, whatever. I'm just going to push through this. I'm tired. I'm tired of just like being out of control. Like everything is just shooting out. Like every time I do something, an activity wise, I feel like I'm always going to have a heart attack. Like my heart rate it's just going high and frantic and, and anxiety is just all over. I'm a, I'm a hot mess. So it's like, I, I'm always agitated and I, I wanted to be in control. I want my body back. Like I want, yeah. I want, I want to be calm. Like who I am right now. Like I want to feel my vibrant energy. I, I just don't know who I am back. Felt like I was all over. So I, I surrendered with surgery and all they kept on telling me do surgery or radiation or I don't have any other choice but to do that yes they gave me medication for anti-thyroid medication anti-thyroid medication but all it did to me was experience all the adverse 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 effects where yeah. my hair falling wow like I'm having skin um allergies like I, I get itchy all over I, yeah. I don't know what it's doing to me mentally I'm just like not even in control of yep. what's going on with my body so and my weight is just like dropping like crazy. I lost like 35 pounds in a month. In how long? In a month? In a month, yeah. Like without doing any strenuous activities, any workouts or or any any sports too, because I'm not allowed to. Otherwise, I'm going to have heart yeah. attack if I aggravate that um, oh condition. So okay. it was just that moment that I felt hopeless and I have no other choice but to just say yes to the doctors yeah. and they didn't give me any other options other than surgery or radiation therapy. Yep. And I asked them, what is it going to be with, with my life after that solution? And they're telling me, I'm just, I'm just going to have to take a lifetime medication, which is what I'm having right now since I don't have any thyroid anymore and without it I don't think I could function so now I'm like re I want to know more what if I had Reiki back then yeah what if I had that you know like I was more aware of my situation my condition that 
I, I should have like resorted to other holistic modalities. What if, you know, it, but I think now that when you told me when I had my first interview with you, that you yeah. told me that I was holding a lot of truth about my life, about who I am, about how I'm supposed to be. And it just clicked. Like it, it, it made sense because growing up, I never really was the one to express fully, authentically. And being able to now express myself here yeah. live without holding myself back. And I feel like it, it meant to, it paved way for my purpose to speak up and, and share this story, this healing, this healing journey to everyone that, you know, there is, there's hope and there are other things or modalities that you could actually resort to when, when the Western medicine is telling you that, that this is the only option for you to heal. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm having goosebumps talking about this right now. It's, it's yeah. just, it's just so important for everyone to open their eyes that there's, there's hope, there's always hope. And, and this blockages that we are, we've been consuming, well, I was consuming all throughout my life yeah. and, and been blocked. And, and now it manifested to this illness. If I, if I was more open to receiving what is the root cause and not deny my traumas and not suppress those, those pain, those emotions that I felt yeah, ashamed yeah. of, of in like all those perceptions, judgments from other people that I've been really re- absorbing and, and just receiving and not really releasing them, but like taking it all in and not really honored myself or who I was or now, I would have been like in a total different place. I, I feel like I, I would have saved my thyroid but I feel like it's it meant for a big reason and and yeah. that is now I'm talking about this to other people that they're still holding mm-hmm. opening their eyes to this holistic modalities and and it's so powerful it's so powerful it could heal you not only physically but all throughout your past your past traumas it's it's just it's just I can't I just cannot contain this yeah this energy the positive right. energy the fact that it brought me it brought yeah. me in and this, and you were searching for years for something yes for years yeah. I I I was really in that state I was lost like I was lost yeah. I, I was a, a healthy person then all of a sudden it hit me I I'm like oh you have this disease there's no cure and but to either do surgery take it out or do a radiation therapy it's like there's no other option and that's and I think that's what like people really have to wrap their mind around is that we need doctors if we have an acute injury like if like if I'm having a baby and I'm having c-section yes I want a doctor to take my baby out and stitch me back up if somebody gets into someone gets into a car accident like and something happens to their leg or a limb like they need a doctor but Western medicine, and I'm going to say this till the, until this changes, Western medicine does not have all the answers for chronic pain and chronic illness, i.e. cancer, i.e. lupus, i.e. ulcerative colitis. I mean, any autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. it, you know, and they shouldn't act like they do have the answer because the answer is not removing a freaking body part. Yes. It's not. And people... Removing a body part, if your doctor goes there first, they make money. Exactly. Every body part that is removed, that is a surgery that equals money for the hospital Mm -hmm. or for the private practice doctor. 
So for me, like on my journey, when they told me I was going to have to be on pills for the rest of my life, because there's no cure for ulcerative colitis, it's an autoimmune disease. And basically your body is attacking itself and you're not going to ever have a cure. Like I was 21. Mm. And so when they're like, oh, you're going to have to be on this medication for the rest of your life. I'm like calculating in my mind, like that's a, that's, that's a long time to be having to take like nine pills a day. And yeah. it'd be um, indefinite, right? Mm-hmm. And I, that didn't sit well in my heart, in my soul, in my body. And then fast forward to eight years or so later, um, I find myself in the hospital again. Mm-hmm. And they tell me the only way to, the only thing we could do for you is to remove your entire colon. And they were really pushing me to have that surgery done because they couldn't do anything else for me. Yeah. And I was like, this is our healthcare system, seriously? Pharmaceutical drugs or remove body parts, or kill everything in your body. Let's kill the good cells, the bad cells, let's kill it all. I know. Why aren't we paying attention to what indigenous people, what what even not just indigenous people, what our ancestors, like how they healed their body, how they had Mm -hmm. a holistic approach to things, right? Mm -hmm. I I watched that documentary, Heal. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched Heal, go on Netflix and watch Heal. The woman, from Southern California, the blonde, she talks about how healthy she is. She's eat, she eats healthy. She does yoga every day, like very spiritual, like, yeah. Um, and then she had cancer. Yeah. But the thing that people don't realize is that you can eat healthy. You can be in the best shape ever, but if you have mental stress that you have not dealt with, Yes. If you are going through a brutal breakup or divorce, um, someone's, you know, just trauma you've carried inside emotionally, if you don't address that, you're going to get sick. So yes. it's not about it's not about just your best diet and exercise. That's not going they're gonna be the only thing that keeps you free and clear of chronic illness. You yes. could be like literally eating the healthiest things in the world, exercising every day, but if your mental is not good. If your mindset is stressed and there are things that you have not healed from, mm-hmm. it's going to catch up with you, you know, and people need to, to really understand that. And um, tell me, any, tell me how many nutrition classes doctors actually have to take before they become a doctor. Zero to one, I believe. Yeah. Zero to one. I don't know. Maybe Rihanna can answer that. I don't even know how many classes a doctor has to take. Oh, well, nutrition. Well, for me in nursing school, we only took like one class. So I mean, I'm imagining a doctor is like one class. And and it, it was just more of like, how can we um, recommend a diet for a specific client who has diabetes or anything? <laughs> right. That, yeah. Like what are the ingredients, the good ingredients? So it's like now it's like giving me if the medicine school would have like integrated more of like the energetic centers. What are the things that we yeah consume like negatively because everything is energy right like the stress mainly all of the chronic illnesses that we studied about in nursing school were major factor was stress yes cancer too is major factor was stress yeah and it always says there are like multi multi multi-factor um reasons for them to manifest this diseases or illnesses so it's either from stress from work or like all the fumes chemicals seriously so what is the root cause then so what is the main cause the major thing the major factor is stress it's it's because of what traumas traumas weren't addressed or or lifestyle the way your life lifestyle is stressful like your job is stressful 
expectations, relationships, right? Stressful, all of that. Yeah. And um, one thing, that's why I was going to ask you this, like uh, I was going to ask like, why does the hospital doesn't recommend any holistic modalities? Chiropractic, oh, they don't even yeah. have chiropractic in, in a hospital too. So it's like, you have to go outside the hospital to get that. So it's like, yeah. what do you think about that? Like why, why, why do Western medicine still like, you know, not really integrate the holistic wellness department in the hospital? which is way more, I feel like it's way more, way more optimum for someone who is going through an intense healing or someone who has severe illness. I feel like it's, it's way more beneficial for them to thrive mentally and and optimally. Cause I know holistic, it, it targets all different areas of life. Yeah. So what, what is your uptake about that? Should it, because their hospitals are colonized. Oh my God. So true. I was that. (laughs) that that that's yep that's part of it i was gonna say ego Mm. ego because it is like rihanna is saying it's colonized so i'm gonna make you jump through all these hoops do all these you know you need to learn all these things and only when you get that degree when you get that approval from the board which is white dude white guys only when you get that approval from us are you able to do medicine. Well, that leaves out a huge chunk of natural born healers. I don't need a fucking PhD doctor, whatever degree to show you my hands can do some stuff that can help myself and some other people. So what about all these natural healers that have these natural abilities? What, what are we gonna show? Yes. So it's an ego thing. It's like, well, I went through all these years of school to know that X, Y, Z, okay, you went through all these years of school and your only answer for me is to remove my colon. Right. That's your answer. Like, well, let me tell you, my ancestors did some shit with some herbs that, that helped, you know, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. because you have to, I want to tell like, you know, these doctors, it's like, not all of them, trust me, there's some really good ones um, that are really in there for the right reasons. But a mm. lot of times people go into medicine for their ego. Let me repeat that. People go into medicine for their freaking ego. There are some really good doctors who really want to help people. And I want to work with those doctors. I want to teach them Reiki. I want to help, like, I want to help us have this more integrated system of holistic care. It's, it should be about the patient. You know, it should be what the patient needs. It's not <laughs> removing body parts and making big pharma more rich is not, this is, this is, this is literally what our healthcare system has boiled down to. Mm-hmm. is removing body parts when we have no other answer and making big pharma more rich yeah yeah it's, my, it's my husband yeah my husband said like today's health care is wealth care for the doctor like our health care is their wealth care yeah all this like chemically combined pharmaceuticals or medicine they don't even have like the adverse effects outweigh more the benefits of it. So it doesn't make sense. So we now like when you, when, when you think about like the herbs, they have more optimum effects and it's, yeah, it's natural. And yeah, but this, the progression is slow, but the thing is like, it's, it's, it targets more specifically the things that you needed in your body, you know, the drugs that we take, it hits different body parts that could potentially give you the adverse effects that you don't even need. So it's kind of like breaking your body. Cause what I had before I had this, um, 
antithyroid medication, yeah, it could it could decrease my thyroid hormone that's overly producing. Get my hair, I have thinner hair, I have my skin is sensitive. I, I don't know why, where, where are those coming from? Like, why would I have that if this medication supposedly heal me? So now I'm like boiling down to this question for you, like, what will be your advice to anybody who are like reaching out to you? Let's say, I know there's a lot of like professionals, med doctors who you've already taught in, in your experience during, during this past 10 years of practice or eight years. What are the aha moments that they gave to you that could supposedly would be put out in the medicine world? What are their uptake for this, for Reiki healing? I mean, first and foremost, people who are going to do this healing work full time, and I mean doctors and I mean natural healers, need to be doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. That's first and foremost. If we can get everybody on the page of the person's health that you're trying to help is the most important, Yeah. right? Not your ego, not your pocketbook, not anything else. Yeah. That person's healing. Because people come to me and I say, I might not be the best one to help you on your journey. Yeah. Right. There might be some other holistic approaches that actually better for that thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But like I'm saying, Western medicine, they have this gate. They want to be the gatekeeper of health in yeah. our society. And they can't that that's got to stop. There's so many more other holistic approaches. And just because we don't have a degree that says we're a doctor doesn't make what you and I know le like less helpful, if not more helpful to someone trying to heal with a chronic illness, you know, and doctor, the doctors that are coming to learn from me have thrown their hands up because Western medicine is failing them as a doctor mm. because they don't, they don't have, they, they've checked off on their list, all these things yeah. that they're supposed to do for their patient. And none of that's checking out. None of that's working. Yeah. And so it's already happening where doctors are asking me, what would you do in this situation? Yeah. As an energy healer, as a hypnotherapist who understands the power of the mind, Brit, what would you do in this situation? Mm -hmm. And that's where this is going. That's where my ancestors, the downloads have been coming and telling me that Western medicine and holistic approaches are going to go boom like this very, very soon that we are going to be consultants to the hospital. Mm. somehow we'll figure out the insurance part down the line. But in this last year, they have made so many um, shifts for COVID. They can mm -hmm. make shifts in a year for holistic care to be integrated into yeah. hospitals. And right now, because of the way the system is set up, it's going to be hard for me to lay hands on a patient. Right. But what I know I can do is lay hands on a doctor and a nurse to right. be supportive to the, to the healers. So as Reiki, as people, as healers, we can help the, the doctors and the nurses to be at their best. And once they see the benefits, they will push for this to be yeah. in the hospitals, like not just one hospital, like this is going to be standard across the board. Mark my words. This is going to be standard across the board where hospitals are going to have consultants, Reiki consultants, acupuncture consultants, you know, herbal medicine consultants, like different things hypnotherapists, NLP practitioners, and they're going to consult and say, Hey, I have a patient that has this, this, and this. Um, they want a female, maybe some type of healing that's hands off healing. They're more comfortable that way. Um, and this, this, and this, and then we can make our, I can't wait for that day. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. 
in our lifetime that hospitals are going to be consulting holistic practitioners because they we are all realizing during COVID, during this last year, they don't have all the answers. I mean, if you guys still believe Western medicine has all the answers for cancer and chronic illness, I don't know where you've been. At this point, it's like, you know, if somebody has cancer, that's really like the engine light going on saying, dude, like your car is about to fail. Like you need to step up and do all the healing that you've put off all these years. All these years. All yeah. these years that you didn't do that healing stage four cancer, freaking green, uh, red light going off on your car. Like yeah. dude, your engine's about to fail because you didn't take these other approaches and heal from them. All this trauma got built up in your body. You're eating like shit and you're super stressed out. That's why you have, you know, the person has cancer. But the doctor is not going to even spend time, enough time to ask the person how long, you know, how, like we spend what, 15 minutes with a doctor? Yeah. They have a or or maximum um, minutes of care to you because if they exceed, it's like, oh, it's not part of our um, role anymore. So yeah, yeah. Because they want to money. Why? 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 More people, more more money, more More patients, more money. Exactly. I, I want to talk about like, let's say, for example, the minute you talk about, um, Kim, Kim K's that like as a lawyer, Mm -hmm. I know I kind of like shocked you guys in class when we were, yeah, I was, I was really kind of like, oh my gosh, that actually made sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about his um, condition, like where he had esophageal cancer and died instantly. um, Can you tell us about that? What do you think um, in terms of Reiki perception, like in your, in your own consultation? Now me, I'm I'm consulting as, (laughs) as a stranger to a Reiki consultant. I surprised you guys in class. We're doing advanced class and we were talking about energy centers, right? And when certain energy sense, when a certain energy center is blocked, underactive, or overactive, what does that look like? What does that mean? Um, For example, people like me that had ulcerative colitis or IBS, that means your solar plexus is unbalanced or off. Mm -hmm. And in Reiki, I can help clean that out and energize it so Mm -hmm. that it, in a sense, goes back to balance, right? Yeah. So we started talking about this in class and we get to the throat chakra and we're talking about how the how it presents itself physically when someone has um, throat chakra issues, which could be thyroid, um, which could be stuttering. You know, it shows up in such a way that the throat needs to be cleaned and unblocked or energized. Yeah, I'm talking to the class about this, and I'm like, yeah, why do you guys think Robert Kardashian Sr. died from esophageal cancer? Yeah, because he was withholding truth, or he probably had to hold in like lies or he had to hold in information why because he was oj simpson's lawyer and oj simpson's friend and probably by the time the case finished he believed oj really did it but as a lawyer and as a friend he could not say that and so what happens the throat chakra gets back up and his death came on pretty quick like from what i read the esophageal cancer came on really quick, took over, and he yeah. passed pretty quickly. So when you're withholding truth, yeah, and it and I I do feel like he wanted to do the right thing. I feel in my heart, I feel like that really bothered him that he couldn't that he was so conflicted because mm-hmm. he had to withhold truth or with or even withhold what he wanted to say about the case because he was his lawyer and his friend. Or if you don't speak your truth, yeah, or you tell lies. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, something's off in the throat. Um, so like even people who have breast cancer, that's clearly heart chakra, love, self-love, relationships, right? Something that didn't heal. People from a heartbreak have a heart attack. You know, if their loved one passed away and then they have a yeah. heart attack. Yeah. Um, so it, the body doesn't lie. And, and I've been doing this eight going on nine years now and I just see patterns mm. and energy. The other thing I would tell Kim Kardashian, not only is kind of explain what happened with her dad, um, but I think I would also explain that her psoriasis, I think, I don't know if people follow her, but uh, she talks about her psoriasis a lot. And yeah. that that's her solar plexus. Her solar plexus is off. It's probably because that's, you know, her power center, but also if she doesn't feel in control mm-hmm. and she holds her stress in her stomach, in her solar plexus area. And when that is backed up or overactive, it, it shows up in the skin and can show up as psoriasis. Um, so if I had somebody with psoriasis in my office, I'd probably work on their solar plexus a lot. Right. Aki Rarin asked, what about childhood cancers or children who have illnesses? That's a very good question. That's a good um, question. Very good question. And I've worked on children with illness. Here's my two, here's my two takes. And this is because of all the past life regression work that I have done and patterns that I have seen. Children clearly did not do anything in this life to deserve any, like they're two and they have cancer. Like, what is that about? So they're either paying off karma for their past life or something they did in a past life and mm-hmm. they're paying it off early. And if they continue to heal from that and live, or maybe it's just meant for them to be an example in this life. Maybe their, their full life was two years, two years of living to teach people around them things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but also um, when I was working on my friend's son, who had cancer in both eyes, my, my guides kept saying work on the parents too, because sometimes it's the whole family that has to heal from stuff. Exactly. Like karmic stuff, karmic stuff. So there's that. If there wasn't any trauma that happened to the kid in this life, then I believe there's a lot of karmic things happening Mm -hmm. that, you know, more, more healing can help. Yeah. Reiki helps with karma people. Reiki is meant for spiritual enlightenment. It's meant to work on yourself. Then once they saw all the therapeutic benefits of working on yourself, then they were like, wow, if you work on others and you channel this energy, they can heal yeah. too. Um, but it, it's really um, working through some karmic stuff. So yeah, when I work on kids, I always find it important to work on the parents um, because sometimes the kid is holding the, the trauma for the parents. The parents, yes. And, or like and what, they're trying to heal for the mom. Yeah. So they hold it in their bodies. That's like... Um, yeah what Rhea said, inherited traumas. And mm-hmm. I can't, Ryan said, this is amazing. I got chills. I know yeah. this, that's how I felt when Britt told me it's because you've been holding your truth. And that's why I had this thyroid problem all throughout my life. I've been just really not true to myself. I've been like living in this different perception of my parents way and which I don't blame them because that's their the only way that they know how to raise me and it's just like I couldn't hold it anymore like I wanted to break free so I wanted to know now like what is that biggest advice for people let's say for people who are who have cancers or who who are going through severe illnesses right now what would you tell them right now at this new age about Western medicine to holistic practitioner or taking holistic practitioners advice for their whole well-being through healing. I mean, like I said, by the time 
your body is screaming, hey, you have cancer. That's kind of like that check engine light was like, I've, you know, hey, if you don't do something, your car's about to break down. So they have to go into full on like, what do I need to address in this healing journey? Is it changing my diet? Is it exercising? Is it forgiving someone? Is it seeing a, seeing a practitioner or a therapist to work through what I need to work through? That mm. needs to be their focus. Like, yeah. like this is not about going to the hospital all the time and just getting chemo. Yeah. Like there's a reason your body is that backed up. There is a reason that there's that much blockage in your body. And if you just think chemo is going to fix that, why do they, why do you think they say we have to watch you for the next five years after your breast cancer is treated? We need right. to watch you for the next five years. It's like, dude, that's just, that is like, yeah, if you, that's just a temporary fix. If you don't exactly. actually address the root cause, what happens to the weed? If you don't pull the weed out from the root, it grows back, right? Yeah. Basically the Western medicine is just curing the symptoms, yeah. not the root cause of the disease itself. That's why I, if I knew back then, <laughs> that was me because I'm not woke yet or how do I say, I'm not really like fully enlightened to my situation. Maybe just the same, same as Kim K's dad or Kim K's condition with her psoriasis. Probably they're still not really realizing that it's part of the stress that they're holding into. And I love how you said we should focus more on what are the past traumas? What are the stresses that we are accumulating all throughout our life that we're not really addressing how how do you want to approach like how can you approach them in that way like what will you tell them like specifically how because like that would be probably like a lot of triggers going to come out to a client let's say if someone like you need to tell them this and and they're going through a lot of pain how would you yeah how would you tell your client that way since like western medicine let them down, this is another resort for them to really seek hope. So how will you explain this modality to them and what are, how, are, how will they approach it? Lucky for me, the body is already telling us where the backup is, right? Like if they have throat cancer versus a brain tumor versus infertility issues or whatever, mm -hmm. like the body is already speaking to me. Right. So in any kind of session, when somebody tells me what their diagnosis is, I just start telling them, this is how I would approach it. But like, we need to be honest with you. Right. And so that's the part where I'm in a, a position where someone is seeking me out and they're, they're having that energy, exchange. financial energy exchange yeah. where they're going to be, when they, by the time they come and see me in my office, they're ready to pull back the layers and be open and raw. Yeah. What's, hard in a, what's harder in a hospital situation is getting to them to that point to mm. want to be open and honest and raw exactly right more vulnerable in their full situation what is the yeah. full reason why you are yeah. going through this yeah. I, so I, we I, can't push it on them I, yeah. I don't even see in the hospitals like us pushing the holistic stuff on them it's going to be like here's a rolodex of reiki people in your area here's a rolodex of like these other types of people that yeah. do these other yeah. healings. these are their ethnicities these are their backgrounds is male or female and then like they can go look these people up and whoever they feel like they resonate with because healing is such an intimate journey. And so the practitioner, yes. the healer that you choose, you have to be able to open yes. up to and be vulnerable. Exactly. What else? You're not really doing the full healing work. You're like withholding True. You know, like pretty, pretty big information that the healer needs to know in order to fully help you heal. So I think it's going to look more like 
like we'll be consultants and then the patient if and when they're ready to work with a holistic practitioner Mm -hmm. they'll have choices yeah whoever resonates with them yeah you know my gosh like that made sense because I feel like the more open the client is the more she can receive the major factor in Reiki healing is the more open the client to receiving this healing the more she will get that what she intend to and the more vulnerable you are the more open yourself to the loving energy that we needed and and that is what, what Caroline said, she got chills. I'm feeling yeah. chills for what you just said. It is because so- I'm painting the picture of what our lifetime very soon I'm looking in the back, hospitals. I'm looking back to me yeah. back then when I had a medical consultation. I I feel like I cannot express myself to my doctor. It's just like, oh, I, I my, my mother or my mother's side have someone who had the same condition. It's just more of like they're tracing down the genetics, but not really the full the not full, the root <laughs> yeah the full the yeah. full root cause of it it's like it's not genetics it's more of like more bigger than that it's and I I know I have one person my cousin who had the same condition but I feel like it's it doesn't suffice or it doesn't really made the whole conclusion of my disease and 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 I was people like, like people think it's genetic but it's like we learn in our family how to deal with yeah. stress Um, Filipinos have throat issues because Filipinos are told not to speak their truth to just accept it as it is Mm -hmm. just be quiet do what mom says do what dad says do what auntie Mm -hmm. says and don't say nothing it's like tolerate tolerate the toxic mentality and just move on with your life by by that situation so you can thrive but that's not how thrive thriving in your life is it's more like setting your boundaries and we like seriously guys we learn from our previous generations right like i i'll always remember um a good friend of mine saying my mom had breast cancer my grandma had breast cancer so does that mean i'm gonna have breast cancer yeah. i said no that's really your free will to choose because yeah. you're more aware now of how energy works i said your grandma that's how she would deal with stress heartache heartbreak you know, hold it in her chest. Mom learned to hold it in the same place. If you have fine ways to release that energy when it starts to build up here, safe ways of like, you know, not punching people, but like a safe ways to release yeah. uh, when the buildup is here, Reiki is one of those ways, um, then no, you won't get breast cancer. And I told her that. And I was like, with all of my being, I know that if you have the awareness on how to move energy stuck energy through you and it doesn't get stay stuck in your body right that that you'll be okay like Mm -hmm. like i just said i even see generational or ancestral where like great 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 grandma got raped great 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 grandma's daughter got raped and then like like rape is in the ancestral pattern that needs to heal so a lot of times when i'm doing sacral work it's like sacral work for like seven generations exactly. prior. It's not just them. Um, and it's crazy because even in past life regression work, and I'm going to have a client come on and talk about her past lives uh, mm-hmm. soon, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. There, there was like, even in past lives, the pattern of the sacral being traumatized in past lives are still there. Yes, yes. Right? 
So if we don't heal from that in those lives, and if and then you compound that with your ancestors' traumas, you're like, yeah. wow, I have a lot of work to do in this life with the, <laughs> the healing for myself and my family. And I want to share. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to heal ourselves. So. I want to share this too about my dad. So yesterday I had uh, a quick. It was so funny. I felt like the universe really coincidentally I saw him in in a shopping mall shopping on his own and then I was like dad and I'm like okay so we ended up like sure well the full story was like we ended up having dinner and I was telling him hey dad like I'm really exploring deeper into what I'm doing right now the Reiki healing and he was laughing and then I was like okay so how much do you make that's the first thing that he said so what Ria says like all about root like root ancestral root traumas is like yeah the stability Stability. and then I told him like the numbers so far and I'm like okay this is the numbers that I had so far I haven't even be be I haven't been full out yet all out giving myself not even full time yet and he was like okay and then I was like I'm here to support you and then I was like sharing into him like I'm like okay eventually the days when come, I want to do this healing with you too. I said that to yeah, him yeah. and and he was laughing. I felt his energy was a little uncomfortable, but wanted to say yes. Yeah. Yes, it's trauma around money. Trauma exactly. around money. That's yes. what me and Rihanna are going to talk about in our next yes. live. Like that is such a good segue to what she and I are going to talk about next week. About, yeah, about especially. It's a lot of money. It's root chakras. Yes. BIPOC people and money. All the survival yeah. instincts that we or really inherently got got from our parents that we wanted to have that. And I totally understand. And when I told him, and he just shifted, he changed his point of view. And oh my gosh, like I was just like telling him dad, like, you know, I'm just starting and I wanted to hear your your full support because like, you know, okay, are you really serious about this? And then he was just like, I, I get it now that the more I pour this out there and and my dad is understanding it now he's unfolding he's unfolding and openly receiving it and I can't wait for that day too because he he had an accident so he's disabled so I wanted Mm. to help him you know like mentally to ease down that instinct that he's been having holding into but, you know, because of the Western medicine and things that really shaded his point of view with holistic modalities is so, so hard to, for him to accept. But him saying yes to support me, because he's an accountant, it's like, I'm going to full support you. Little. Okay. Um, okay. We'll see. We'll see. I was like telling him and it was a great conversation. I'm now talking this to you, how the Western integration with the holistic modalities, I'm just like really looking forward for that. Yeah, um, it's going to happen in our lifetime. Like that is that. Why do you keep I, I keep telling my Reiki students get ready because I can see the wave coming of yeah. how needed and how busy we're going to be. I know that this is happening. So I'm telling you guys get get started, get your business up and going so you can get paid when the wave starts when more people start coming. And then we're being consultants for the hospital, you know, and I think to your point with your dad, I want to say this too about doctors and nurses. Mm -hmm. Okay. Doctors have to realize they're an an authoritative figure. So when an authoritative figure tells somebody something, especially in a doctor position, a lawyer position, a parent, a teacher, Mm -hmm. sometimes people take that as like, that's it. Like that's final. That's that. So we, if you are in, 
those positions, even myself as a healer. Can you imagine if someone came out of Reiki and I was like, oh, you're never going to ever heal. Do you know what that's going to do to someone's mindset? Like, oh my God, you know? So that's why I went to learn hypnotherapy because I want, I know how powerful the mind is. Yeah. Right. And so can you imagine if every time a doctor, I know they have to be realistic to cover their ass legally, but that's not helpful when the mind needs to focus on believing it can heal. Mm -hmm. Right. That placebo effect is real. They gave them sugar pills and took them, you know, and told these one people, gave them placebo pills that said, oh, after you take this, you'll be healed. All of them healed. It wasn't the medicine that healed it them. Was the it was the belief. Time. Yes. The belief exactly. that after I take this pill, this pill, I'm healed. Yeah. Right? And that's why I am doing my mana sessions with infusing it with hypnosis and energy work because the mind is powerful. So if I'm doing Reiki on you, Anna can get your mind to focus on your healing mm-hmm. or to focus on powerful suggestions then that's how much quicker we can all heal as a collective. Yeah. And then I have people tell me all the time, well, how can you possibly do group hypnosis? Like, how, how are you going to have suggestions make sense to everybody? Because I said, you know what I learned doing mana sessions all these weeks is yeah. that we all have basic things we all want. Yeah. want to be seen. Like each other. We want to be heard. Yeah. We want to be loved. Yeah. We want to be believed. We want to be our healthiest, most positive, truest, highest self. I can create suggestions that everybody can relate to. Every human can relate to, no matter what our background is. Yeah. We want to feel safe. We want to feel strong, supported, stable. Mm-hmm. We want to have abundance in our life. All mm-hmm. these suggestions that I put in is every in every human soul, unless you're a robot and not human, you want these things. You want to feel healthy. You want to feel strong. You want to feel love. You want to be seen. You want to be heard. You want to speak your truth. So I can put these suggestions in a hypnosis session and help the mind switch faster. To really rewire that. Yeah. Rewire. Yes. Yep. It's it's super important because like it's now I'm like, uh, it's a full circle. A circle, yeah, like yeah. I said, it's about law of attraction. What what you you attract what you are. So whatever you think you feel, it manifests outside in your world. So very being mindful with the way we think, the way we talk to ourselves, the dialects that we we do with ourselves is so important. And in hypnotherapy, it really helped me, to be honest. Every time I come out from your mana <laughs> session, I feel yeah. like my creative flow and everything is amplified. And I feel like I could, my perfectionism side, it's, it's I, I, I'm now 20%, I believe, 20 to 30% from 100% worse to like 20% now. So mm-hmm. it's like, I've been really mindfully saying that it's okay to ease down and yeah. cut yeah. my worth from, from my work ethic because I, I want to like work, 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 like, you know, add all things up. Yeah, and yeah. and with your hypnotherapy, I always I always believe that it really impacted a lot the way I think about myself so much. Fuse it with Reiki, come on. Yeah. Like that's so powerful. It's, it's funny because you guys don't even remember what I say. So it's then when you send me stuff like, hey, I'm like not eating like what did my what did Crystal say? <laughs> I can't even eat cake anymore. Like I don't even crave I cake. And, like that's my favorite thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm, she's like, what did you say? Cause I don't want to eat cake anymore. And I said, all I said is every time you have a choice, you always choose the healthier choice. 
That's and every day so we have a choice, right? Every day we make choices. It, so, it really is gosh. a lot of benefits to the well-being. And I believe in, like I said, the law of attraction and hypnotherapy. It, it just comes full circle with the Reiki healing. So now I'm like looking back, oh man, like I wish I, I knew this back then. Mm-hmm. But but thinking about it, it kind of like opened me to tell the story to everyone else. Now that this is available for you, now you don't have to go through what I went through. So it it was more of like an encouraging way for someone who is going through healing, that there is a way to heal without you going in different paths. But now it's like more of someone can guide you from your path traumas to open you up and fully heal holistically holistically I always think about this we had like spiritual um class in nursing school where we talk about holistic holistic is it's targeting different areas of your life and now I'm like I feel like I'm embodying that so far in my life and I'm so freaking grateful I'm grateful for you I'm grateful for everyone that I met in this community it's just it's just empowering it's so and it's happening fast it's happening fast it's happening fast. okay that's like what 2017 and now it's 2021 so it was more of like I I cannot express like how how much have changed and how I can really in, not really instantly, but come back to my alignment. If I feel like I'm going somewhere, I am yeah, so yeah. 100% aware of my patterns and I'm able yeah. to cut it through like, Hey, so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I call my ego, Sasha. So when she comes up, Hey, Sasha, not today, not today. I'm good. I'm like, I'm feeling great. So I have a full day to really feel good about myself. So yeah. Yeah, and and I can't wait for that day for the hospital to really open up this this and, whole. And I want to say, like, I still hold stress in my stomach. That doesn't ever fully go away. That's why when people say, "Oh, so just one Reiki session and I should be healed or I'm done," I'm like, "No, no." Imagine yeah. like you're a car and you need to go in for maintenance. Maintenance, exactly. Right? And if you have a more stressful lifestyle, you need more maintenance more often. Exactly. Right? So I know I hold stress in my stomach. And because I have that awareness now, I also have tools to help me not get it to the place it was when it was flaring up. Yeah. Right. So like we stress is going to happen, guys, like no matter what kind of lifestyle you have, maybe easier lifestyle. Um, but stress is always going to happen around us. We can't control our entire environment. But if well, but as we get uh, wiser, we have tools to use now tools to use to not let it get so bad so when my client comes in once a year I'm looking at them like why did you wait a whole year to like your full-blown panic attack full-on anxiety and now you're telling me you're like you know your kidney is off I'm like why'd you wait a year to come see me like oh I know I know you know and then they feel bad about it you know but I'm like I'm not trying to make you feel bad I'm like why aren't you using the tools that you have before it gets bad like that yeah yeah michelle said i'm trying to communicate to my mom and yes maintenance not just one time thing it's true i always say that too because with me it didn't take me overnight to go through this healing it took me a while to cultivate this spiritual awareness and and this tool now that i have more than ever that i could render as well it's like okay it's a full circle I can do it and I can also share it to other people so it's like 
come on, like people, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I, that's why I keep on talking about it. I want it for everyone to experience the same way as what I'm experiencing right now. It's, so oh, it's energetic, energetic preventative healthcare. Finding the root cause. Because preventative, preventative is like more of like impeding you from what you I are. I think both because, I think both because if somebody, like you said, had cancer, it's like, okay, we got to get to the root cause and figure this out. But then yeah. as we move forward, we need to continue with our Reiki so that something else does not happen right big right. down the line so well, the maintenance like- stuff but you know we need to pull back the layers to understand yeah what is the root cause like are there people i need to forgive i needed to be forgive a lot of people to release that energy from my solar plexus yeah um there, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and a doctor talking to you for 15 minutes is not going to get to the root cause of any patient's problem for chronic illness or cancer yeah 15 minutes is not going to do it folks i sit in my office for two hours sometimes more with a client and that's just session one right that's how michelle says like proactive not reactive and and preventive definitely takes acknowledgement and being aware that's so true because if you're not aware because with me i wasn't aware of my patterns back then So I wouldn't be able to prevent it. And yeah, like you yeah. said, yeah, it doesn't take once. Yeah, like you take a lot of time and you really extend more than you supposed to sometimes with your clients. And I appreciate you. <laughs> I extend that. all the time. As, as Denise asked my husband, I'm always giving more time. That's why when somebody comes at me and asks me for a discount, I'm like, no, because I set my price. And me and Rihanna will talk about this on her live. I set my prices where I'm comfortable with that exchange and the way I... I support my clients more if they really invest in themselves is I give more time on the back end. I invent, you know, but I want to say this too. Western medicine does not have all the answers for brain injury. Oh yeah. And I've been very observant. I've been following a lot about concussions and head trauma. If you share this with any athlete (laughs) that has Mm -hmm. had brain head trauma from all the hits they have taken on the field or, uh, you know, even male and female, Mm-hmm. They need to be doing Reiki. I don't know if any of you watch Selling Sunset on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you watch Selling Sunset, this is another thing. That girl, Amanda Smith. Okay, Her ex-husband is Ralph Brown. You can look this up. He's an NFL player that went kind of mm-hmm. missing because he's having all of these symptoms from CTE. Like They don't know it's CTE because you don't know it's CTE until you die and you cut open the head. But mm-hmm. he's having all this dark stuff and suicidal thoughts and he his body's in so much pain from all the hits he's been taking or yeah. ha- has taken in his football career mm-hmm. right P- families are losing their their fathers people are losing their husbands because their brain has gone through so much trauma right. and western medicine has no answers for the head trauma and reiki and i can wholeheartedly say this because i have clients with head trauma they have seen major improvement after doing consistent Reiki sessions with me. Consistent. Like they don't have the dark thoughts. They can actually sleep at night. Yeah. You know? So if anyone's listening to this and knows anyone with concussions, any athletes and all of that, Reiki, they need to be doing Reiki. There's just not a whole lot of other answers to help them with their head trauma. Mm-hmm. Reiki is one of the ways. And I, I really want to be trailblazing in that field of medicine because I know what I do, I've seen with my clients firsthand can work for head trauma. Right, 
Yeah. How about like with like with tumors, like with um, benign tumors that just pop out of nowhere? Because I had one time. It's so weird. I had one on my wrist, Ooh. and <laughs> it was weird. And then it was gone all of a sudden when I wasn't like really paying attention to it. But that was when I was in high in, in college in my sophomore year. I felt it was like we were studying about cancer, and then tumors are from yeah, all again stress, and then multi-factors what do you think about that like would it be when we put energy like energy healing into it would, would it disappear completely and would it not appear again because like there are different like tumors i know yeah that... denise denise you had one in your chest because you hold your stress in your heart chakra because every time i work on you what what do i talk about every time i, I know work I, remember on you... I did her on my first yeah because that's where she holds her stress in her chest so I think thing is benign. The universe is giving you a like, hey, you better yeah. check that area and you better make some shifts. I'm not going to okay. give you full-blown cancer yet, but I'm going to let you know you better figure that out. Like you yeah. clearly hold stress there. You yeah. clearly have some stuff you need to release there. I'm not going to make it cancer yet. I'll make it benign, okay. but it's like an engine. I mean, a light, you know, in your car going off, going, hey, pay attention. Oh, yes. Caroline's yeah. like saying, can you hold stress in more oh, than- Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, my gosh. Like- <laughs> you can hold stress in more than one place. I, yes, completely. it's so- completely. <laughs> You can like- have trauma in every, every energy center. You yeah. can. I've had people I worked on every single energy center has held some type of trauma, unfortunately. Yeah, I can't. Yes. Like Rhea said, sometimes one can- can stress all the chakras out yeah it's so true like one can affect everything guys the body doesn't lie like we have to listen to our body like when things are showing up in a certain place ask yourself like i'm not kidding when i'm worried about money and safety and security of my family i start stubbing my toe and banging my shin into things like randomly so i'm like i get it my root chakra like you're messing with my feet (laughs) and my legs today I know why because I'm worried about like safety security finances like root chakra issues and then I'll like bang my toes on things I'm like what is going on you know but the body is like very aware Mm -hmm. so we have to start listening to our bodies when something feels off you know and really just taking the time to do the work to heal like I know everybody has to go to actual work Mm -hmm. and make money to support themselves yeah but this generation is meant to do the healing for themselves and their ancestors and when we do that our children don't need to bear that weight exactly of doing the healing generation that's what i always say they don't need to do it if we do we're it. healing our future generations our yeah. a generation ahead of us once you start healing yourself you're doing a lot of favor for your future generation. Oh my gosh. This is like the most important work that you can do for your family lineage. So like I said, yeah, you got to go to work, you have a job, you got to make money. But if you're ignoring this healing work, are you kidding me? Like, this is what we're meant to do. Like I said, in one of my quotes, like our generation is going to be the greatest energy transformers. We're going to take, you know, this heavy energy of the past and transform it, Mm -hmm. right? Like what you just did with your story. You took a really sad, heavy story, and then now you're paying it forward and helping others so they don't have to lose their thyroid. Yeah. Like that, that's a shit. That's a huge yeah. shit. Yeah. And then your awareness, so like your kids don't have throat issues. 
Mm -hmm. right turning things into bigger than who you are like that's how I see it now like I feel like it was meant for me to experience like my ancestors are telling me okay this is your path you have to we have to take this away from you so you could fully express yourself since it has it's been idle for so long and now I'm like non-stop talking about things (laughs) like it got opened it's, it's open. just open. Yeah. I'm free. Guys, oh. you, know, you know what else needs to shift? Let me say this too. People need to stop telling people they shouldn't cry. Oh my gosh. That yeah. that stuff needs to stop. And we need to stop telling our sons and our boys that they're not supposed to cry. Because that's not strength. You need to be able to release. And yeah. in Reiki, when I'm doing Reiki on someone, I tell them, cry. You know, I, I tell them drink a lot of water and go pee it out after. Why? Because toxins need to be released through our body. It needs to release. Crying is one way to actually release toxins from your body. So is sweating. That's why people say go work out. You'll feel better. Why do people feel better after they work out? Because they sweat on all their toxins. Yeah. Yep. Right. And that's why I say before a Reiki session, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Yes. So after I work on you, you pee out your toxins. Yeah. Right. But people need to be able to move the energy from their heart out. And crying is one of those ways to process it. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why we have so much violence in males in society. You told these same little boys they couldn't fucking express their feelings uh, in a safe way. But then you're wondering why they're going and killing people now. Yeah, like that needs to shift in our society. I'm calling that out because I'm fucking tired yeah. of that. Because it's like, it's the masculine toxic energy that was really... They need to release too. Yeah. As boys, they need to be taught that that's safe and that's okay. Yeah, they were not taught to be vulnerable because it's a form of weakness. And and that kind of like really resorted to resentment and anger, all the low frequency. Because they can't, they have no other channel to release it. I love the comments, you guys. Like this is like... I feel like everyone's in like the, in the room, like, yeah, say it, (laughs) just say it louder for the people in the back. Seriously. Let's just do a PSA about that. Like, yeah, (laughs) like on the news, they're like, oh, this violence and all this crime. I'm like, um, yeah, let's encourage family. Let's encourage acceptance and love and expressing emotions in the household. (laughs) And maybe we won't have all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like okay it's over war is over like our our yeah our past our past generation our our ancestors went through wars so they're they cannot snap or they cannot really reveal their emotions you're right you're right but like we're not in war anymore we're not in war we're We're just in war with ourselves we're just like we need to really let that go and I feel like that's like the traumas that we inherently carried throughout our generation. I like the word, like the whole, like uh, everyone is anxious now, right? We had that word so much, like anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. Yeah. When the saber tooth tiger is not chasing us. So we yeah. create, create in our head all of these possibilities that could play out and then we're all stressed out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's got to go away too. We don't have to be in fight, flight or freeze mode all the time like life can actually go good like it can actually just be calm like we don't need to worry about the past and the future so much that we're in this constant like people think if they're not feeling anxious something's wrong with them exactly like Like, they can't be still like yeah yeah or or if everything goes it goes right and they're for something to go bad 
they're attracting yeah, like yeah. that frantic energy oh my god why is everything going right and then they're like oh i don't deserve this because they don't feel worthy of that momentum and then they would okay there you go you're gonna stop that healing again you're going back yeah, to your yeah. old pattern again your ego is telling you to stay out of it because it's comfortable for you to be in your old self yeah and western medicine doesn't really teach you how to handle that yeah so period yeah. so i never it was more of like curing my symptoms but my symptoms are not really stopping because the root cause is not healed so should yeah. i read what rihanna just said i think i mean and that's that's why i want more of these mana sessions for bipoc people to participate in these mana sessions yeah. i love how caroline said unhook from the addiction to chaos Ooh, yes yeah. We deserve to rest. Exactly. That's why I'm always giving myself permission to yeah, rest yeah. all the time. And then Rihanna said, unfortunately, there is still war and survival for, oh my gosh. Yes. For us people. Mm -hmm. with down. Yes. That's so true. We are. Yes. But I feel like in war with our, within ourselves is far more important in order for us to really help people outwardly. That's how I see it. Because if we're not healing within then how can we heal our past traumas? And then how can we really put it out there that we are all in unity? We're all in one. We're all like connected with each other. So I think I think what's hard for BIPOC people is like they still look around in society and there's so many so many injustices still happening, right? Oh, yes. So it's it's hard to shift from the mess. Like when you're in the mess and you're looking around going, there's still injustice, this shit is still happening, that shit. These people are still dying. I don't trust police officers. Like, what the fuck? It's hard to raise your vibration out of the mud. But mm. I really want to help BIPOC people be above the mud and yeah. think above the mud, like not see our current situation, but have the awareness and be stay focused on where we want to go. Because right. if I sit here and I keep bitching about this is Western medicine and this is all it's ever going to be. And yeah. our system is so fucked up about Western medicine. Yeah. I literally meditate on where this is going. I literally see, and now I got all of you able to see it in your mind, us being consultants. So practitioners and doctors can work together and healers, healers can do Reiki and support healers and nurses, right? Cause we can do that now. There's, yeah. so I want to help BIPOC people raise the vibration of their thinking to not where they are, but yeah, where we want to, not to be limit as a collective. Yeah. We want to be as a collective. And if we all are focused on that, we can get out of the mud much faster. But I get it. It's hard when you're in the trenches and you're seeing the everyday shit and you're like, there's still injustice. There's still this happening. Like my, you know, my parents don't have money. I can barely survive. It's hard to raise above this mass consciousness sheep mentality. Right. But we have to ha hold the vision of what it's going to be very soon. Yeah. How the shifts, yeah. look how fast your journey just shifted in the last few months. Know. Just in the last few months. Yeah, I know. The universe is working fast now, yes. people. Once you really fast. allow it, allow and be open to receive completely. Like I, I felt like I removed my victim mentality before and now I'm just like not playing small anymore. Like I, I feel like I, it was the co colonial mentality that, that inferiority complex that I've had before that's stopping me from really fulfilling what I'm meant to be or what I'm trying to become 
all the time because I feel so small. I feel like I, I'm not worthy of that. I, I'm not worthy of having a podcast. Initially, that was my mindset. Like, who am I to talk about this? Things like that. So it's like, now I'm like, I'm grounding myself to as to my whys and to yeah. now like healing more and more. And now it's kind but of- like, that's why, that's why your thyroid and all that had to happen because yeah. no one can tell you, no one can fucking take your story away from you. No one yeah. can say, well, why are you speaking on that? How would you know? No one can. Yeah. Because you had the experience firsthand. Same with me and my ulcerative colitis. Nobody can take my story away. That's yeah. what I've been through. Yeah. Right? And I'm coming from that perspective of wanting to help others because I was in the situation yeah. and yeah. Western medicine had zero answers for me. Exactly. Zero. I want to read what Rihanna just said. What advice can you give healers who are starting out to extend that healing to BIPOC. They need to first hear what I just said <laughs> um, about, about like, we need to focus on where we want to go as a collective. We need to start visualizing as a collective where we want to be. But here's the problem. Just like with any kind of law of attraction and manifesting, when it doesn't happen the first time, people, or, or if people are scared, it won't happen. They won't dream big. Yeah. Right? If they I, still see their situation yeah. stay the same, they're like, well, it's not going to shift and they don't believe it's going to shift. So they don't want to even go there imagining how it could be. Works in a way. There's like a paradox about it. Like all I could say is like, if it's not coming yet, it just meant that you need to work more on within something that you're still holding yourself back from receiving it. The universe yeah. won't like, won't, won't do the work if you're not ready to receive it. Is it the same thing? Is the same thing yeah. as Reiki energy? Yeah. Everything is energy. So if you're not ready to receive the energy healing, not it's not gonna work for you so it's and and like this is a weird thing and I don't know how much the BIPOC community is gonna hear me out on this but I I know our souls made certain decisions before we incarnated back in this physical body Hmm. right and our souls as brown people coming in at this time to make this shift they chose the strongest ones they chose the strongest souls to make this shift right from this masculine patriarchal colonial to what it's it's shifting to and so i know it's hard guys we can look at the people who had life easy in this life oh yeah it's so great Mm -hmm. you know and be upset about it or we can take on the task that we were meant to be in this body in this time and make the fucking shift happen as a collective so stop feeling sorry for yourself is what i would tell my my bipoc friends Stop yeah. feeling sorry for yourself. Take on the kuleana. Take on the responsibility. Yeah. And let's make shit happen together and shift. But so many times I see they just get frustrated and, and just like come close in and believe that it's not possible. And why is my situation like this? It's like, yeah. it, to some extent, we decided, our soul decided to come back in this body in this time. Okay. Mm-hmm. We just did. Once you accept that and you accept the responsibility that that brings then you ask, okay, how can I help the collective now? Mm. Right? Am I, am I an artist? Do I make music? Am I a healer? Am I a nurse? Am I a doctor? What is my contribution to the collective of making this shift? Yeah. And focus on what you're good at and go find your community 
I grow that shit. Make it big, make it loud. Sorry, I'm screaming, but I want people to hear no, this. No, it's it's well heard. It's well heard yeah. and received. All right, to wrap things up, yeah. like I, I really appreciate everything that you said in here. And what are the events that's coming up for you? Can you just like oh, announce it like right now and for everyone to I'm know? I'm trying to think of one of my events. Edamana oh, Healing. Tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. So tomorrow I have a hypnotherapy distance Reiki session. It's on my um, Holomo Healing Arts Instagram. Just go to the link in my bio. Sign up, 7 o'clock, California time. I offer a lot of stuff, guys. Just come on over and DM me and see how you want to get involved. If you feel like you have some natural healing abilities and you always wanted to learn how to do energy work, or even if you don't and you're just fascinated with energy work, I have classes, I have virtual classes now. But to help yourself, these mana sessions are really powerful. I would suggest at least once a month tapping in to one of these sessions. And it's different days each week. But I try to do one one a week and it's like different days. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Rit. Last, last but not least, any advice to someone out there who is seeking help but still can't really fully ask and feel fearful to do so because of you know so many things that they're holding back from yeah. being secure. I think a lot of times we have a hard time asking someone we know. So like, it's hard for me to work on someone I'm close to. So if it's more comfortable for you to go outside your circle, maybe you have a cousin who knows how to do Reiki, but you're like, you know what? Let me reach out to someone who I just don't even know and just because it feels a little bit more comfortable yeah. that way. Um, to open up to someone who doesn't know you. But yeah. you you can you know you can trust because their reviews are good and, and it feels good, their, their energy feels good. I would just start somewhere. Yeah. Just start somewhere or just start listening to podcasts and talks like this. Then yeah. something might click. Yeah. Just start listening in. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> the energy is so good, but thank you, Cray, as always. And I'm thank sure we're you, gonna do have more conversations soon. <laughs> I appreciate you always opening this space for me too to talk about because this has always been so empowering for me. It's just affirming more what I'm doing. I'm I'm on the right path. I'm on the right path. However, mm -hmm. you like really think that you're not helping me by just talking about it. It's just yeah, amplifying yeah. more, amplifying more that I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. This, this is so your life. This is your life. Like you are doing it. I know. This is, this, you're not going to wake up from a dream. Like, this is your life now. You get yeah, to help sometimes people. Sometimes I'm just like asking, oh my God, I'm like, really, like, really talking about yes, this? And really how, doing like, it. Before, I'm just yeah. so scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared of what people will say. And it's just now more of like really embodying who I am. And it's mm -hmm. not now or never. It's like no more turning back. It's more of like moving up, moving up. Mm -hmm. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Wow, thank you so much, guys. I know there's a little bit of a background noise or a feedback in there because it was live. And if you love this episode, what are your takeaways? Let me know. Tag me when you're tuning in. And yeah, rate and subscribe. And if you would love to connect with both of us, Britt and I, I would leave all the social media handles down in the description below. Thank you so much and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was really powerful and a lot of triggering emotions, but very nourishing one. And yes, so hope to hear from you soon. Gratefully, Cray.